0: The hiding and the concealment is essentially our own prison. And it's this feeling of, if you knew this about me, maybe you would judge me. Mm -hmm. Maybe you wouldn't like me. Maybe you would disapprove. Mm -hmm. Maybe you you would turn your back or abandon. But the transparency of, here I am, this is me. Here's my past. Here's hopefully where I'm moving towards. Here's what I'm passionate about. Mm -hmm. Here's what I'm scared Mm of. I feel like that is a state of freedom to just fully have permission to be ourselves and to share that self wherever we are. Welcome to Unleashed. I'm Alexi Panos, a life, love, and business strategist, leadership trainer, entrepreneur, and philanthropist. And you've found the place for getting real, no BS, tools, strategies, and inspiration on how to live your fullest potential, unlock your most authentic expression, and create a life and business that you're completely obsessed with. It's time to remove the chains that have been keeping us small, and it's time to live life unleashed. What is up, beautiful family? I am really excited to bring to you this amazing conversation with a dear friend of mine, Alyssa Nobrega. She is a trained psychotherapist, life coach, brilliant, wise, deep beautiful woman who has become a close friend of mine over the last year here in Los Angeles. And she's one of those women that the minute you start chatting with her, it instantly goes into what is most potent, what is most real, and what is most alive. And that's what I appreciate most about her as a friend. Um, And it's also why I wanted to bring this conversation to you because her and I have been chatting a lot about what it means to be truly transparent, what it means to be free, what it means to actually show up in the world as our fully expressed self. And this is a little peek into one of those conversations we had at her house where we turned the microphones on and just decided to capture what we were chatting about. So I hope you enjoy this conversation if you listen, there's actually a little challenge at the end for you to partake in yourself that we would love to just see how you are stepping into that challenge, how you are taking that on to really experience a deeper level of freedom and expression within yourself. Um, Also, you'll notice that in this episode, we talk about our volunteer work at prisons, and our, this conversation actually predates Alyssa and I coming together with another, you know, small group of women, and saying, "Let's do something about it." So this conversation was the impetus. To us saying, you know what, let's, let's do something about this. Let's change the narrative. Let's rehumanize this part of the population and, and really take a stand and do our part. So we are working on an epic documentary film that should be out, um, in 2020. So keep an eye out for that, but just know that this conversation was really the spark for that. And I hope that this conversation can be a spark for something for you. So enjoy and let's get right into it. So I want to pick up where we left off. Mm -hmm. We had this amazing conversation we started getting into around actually going there Mm -hmm. and like actually being willing to talk about the things that we're currently being with as people who teach the work and are in the work ourselves. But I think it's important for us to really start having these more authentic and transparent transparent Mm -hmm. conversations where we're showing the people who follow us and who listen to us Mm -hmm. like, Hey, here's our process. Not just here's me after the process and here's how I did it. And here's my gold star. Yeah. But here's me in the process and here's how I'm being with it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like the more transparent we are, and I think there is, it creates that trust and that connection, but I think there's also a way to do it. Because I think some people are like, blah, Blah. still like deep in my muck, which, you know, has a beauty and a teaching in it, but also to have some reflection so that there's some kind of nugget to share. Yeah. So like as a therapist, you wouldn't bring in your own experience unless it was in service to your client. That's how I was trained. So it's like, okay, how can this serve? And I do think that there's something that serves when we don't have the answer yet. Or and the we plan. Can, or the plan. And we can yeah. just share, this is where I'm at. Yeah. And people are like, yeah, me too.
0: Yeah. So speaking of that, what would you say is something that you're currently like leaning into or an edge that you're exploring or something maybe you haven't found the answer to just yet?
1: Yeah. Big one is comparison. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's super toxic yeah. and it's a mindset. If I don't have a regular practice, can completely drain my energy yeah. and ra- rob me of the experience of the success I feel like I have yeah. looking at like what somebody else does, you know, not only to shift my business plan. Oh, that's working for them and I'll shift it. <laughs> Let I me change that everything one.
0: that I was doing. <laughs> yeah.
1: That was actually working <laughs> right. to see if I can get a bigger carrot somewhere else. Right. But But also comparison of like, I did this big launch. I doubled my business this year and I was all excited about it. And we had our girls mastermind and everyone's like, you should be charging a lot more. And I was like, (laughs) like, (laughs) I'm really happy and I want to have the container. And so, yeah, like I love the feedback, but I felt deflated in the comparative mind of like, oh, this wasn't a celebration for the biggest year that I'm having. It's like, oh, this is where I'm not. And so that framework has been something I have to constantly look at so that it doesn't rob me of the beauty in my life right now.
0: I love that. I love that. It's interesting when you said that too, because there's this this edge that I think we all play with, especially in our mastermind groups, mm-hmm. which are so powerful and filled with extraordinary women up to extraordinary yes. things. It's like, we do want to always better our best, but mm-hmm. how can we better our best while celebrating our current situation? That's right. that's I know right. that's been an issue for me as well, where I recognize like, oh, I'm killing it. and I'm doing all this. And if I'm in my silo, I'm really feeling it. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. momentum and all the things feeling all black <laughs> but then when I do get into a space where it's like okay now let me open that up yes it it, it is a vulnerable space yeah. because and I think the largest vulnerability is not necessarily like oh fear of my business being judged or yeah but it's it's fear of it then feeling different f- for me that's right like where it's like oh now it's not as special as mm-hmm. it was because mm-hmm. now there was this thing I didn't think mm-hmm. about or this thing or I could could have gone there but I didn't mm-hmm. or, you know and it's mm-hmm. like I think for me coming home after our mastermind, they feel so inspired and mm-hmm. sometimes also deflated or frustrated, like shit, I've do. do. <laughs> yeah. now I need to change everything. And yeah. I do feel like there are people who get lost in seeking guidance yeah. and seeking the opinion of really brilliant people, mm-hmm. but not coming back to the self and checking in and going like, well, does this actually resonate with what I choose in yeah. this moment? Because yeah. nobody can know what's going on up here or in here. And I think that's our responsibility to just keep checking in.
1: And there's a special magic when I've always just listened and then follow that versus trying to fit from the outside back in. That's where I get looped. And typically I'm pretty good at it. And I love that we have a community of amazing women (laughs) and we're all up to big things. And to watch the mind, not to rob us of where we're currently at. And i think that's true for any
0: friendships or any circles that we're in totally well especially with i think the digital circle Mm -hmm. that is instagram and facebook and you know wherever else you may hang out online you may not know these people personally but you're letting their opinions into your life. You know, like think about even, I I think about my feed at one point. I was scrolling through my feed and I recognized this like bit of insecurity coming up. Mm -hmm. And I question it because Mm -hmm. that's what I'm trained to do. So, oh, that's interesting. What's coming up? What did I just look at? Well, I just scrolled my feed and saw essentially 40 beautiful 17-year-olds wearing fashion Mm because I love to follow cool fashion. Mm -hmm. But they're all probably like 17, 18, 19 Mm -hmm. years old. Mm -hmm. And I recognize like this Bit of insecurity of like, oh shit, like I need to, you know, like pay attention to my skin more, do this more. And then it's like, I had to laugh at it. It's like, well, of course I'm being influenced by my environment. My sure. environment is speaking to me and saying, hey, mm-hmm. have you considered this? Mm-hmm. And so in that moment, I literally went through my feed and not necessarily like cleaned it out and unfollowed because there's all those memes like unfollow anyone that makes you feel yeah. bad. with like. But whatever. then you unfollow everyone in your life because you don't work with this. <laughs> right. Of course. But what I did was I added in yeah. and I went in and I actually Googled online, like inspiring women in their eighties, mm, inspiring women in their nineties and their 70s, yeah. and I picked at least two or three women from each generation that inspired me some are artists some are fashion icons there's this one fashion icon who's like 92 and wears like spandex and bright colors and like glasses she's fabulous mm-hmm. and I'm like yes yeah and now I go through my feed when I do which is rare but I go through and I'm like I feel good I feel inspired I feel mm-hmm. I, have, I have something to look forward to but I had to consciously design that That's for myself right. yeah you know? I love that and I
1: and I feel like with if the comparative mind isn't checked like for me I'll use social media as a way to wake up. Yeah. So like anything that that creates pain for me is a breadcrumb back to my freedom. Yes. And so I it's like, that. okay, so what are those stories as I'm scrolling that trigger
0: the wound inside of me? Yeah. And where is that wound coming from? And like, what do I choose and to and how do that? I work through that? Yeah. And
1: sometimes it's just a conditioned patterning. Sometimes yeah. it's the environment. It's almost like if you're an alcoholic, you're yeah. going to get out of the environment and yeah. then work through the wound yeah. and create a different environment. So I like that we're sort of bringing in the spiritual the transformational as well as the practical totally Both because
0: I, I think you know we are it's it's easy to be like well just unfollow anyone yeah. that makes you feel bad it's like well why not question why you feel bad mm-hmm. you know it's like even I live in a bubble neighborhood which I love my little bubble but there's no billboards yeah there's no billboards and I didn't realize this actually until I went and I left to we're actually going to Sarah's house mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. and I'm driving from the west mm. side of Los Angeles to, you know, the inner workings of West Hollywood, the Hills yeah. area, yeah. and I recognize like this flood of like just pain yeah. and, and like a gap in yeah. my body where I started like feeling into it. I'm like, "Ooh, what is this?" I didn't name it, but I'm like, "This is interesting." Mm-hmm. And then I said, "Okay, what's different?" And I just checked in. What's different in my body? Mm-hmm. What's different with what I ate today? What's different with my environment? And it landed. I'm like, "I have driven past 40 billboards." <laughs> That have essentially told me that where I currently am, who I currently am, how I currently look Mm -hmm. isn't there yet, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's marketing and it's subliminal. I love that you asked the, what's the environment trigger. I don't think I ever asked that one. It's huge. I didn't even realize that like that was speaking to me, Yeah. but because I rarely leave my bubble. (laughs) I know me neither. (laughs) I literally invite people to my home. I'm like, let's just come here. Come here. Yeah. Like I never leave my bubble. So I'm like, whoa. There are billboards everywhere. And then I thought about, and I'm rarely a scroller on social media, but that's essentially billboard after billboard Mm -hmm. after Mm -hmm. billboard of feeding your subconscious mind Mm -hmm. some sort of message. So the question is, what's that message? Mm -hmm. And do you approve of that Mm -hmm. and welcome that into your world? What I love about what you did was you got curious and you slowed down. And I feel
1: like if we want to go faster, slow down. (laughs) In the transformational work, it's like, oh, I'm curious. What is this from? And then I can consciously change it. Yeah, internally and externally,
0: and it's made such a difference. Honestly, like you know, I'm 35 now, and I at one point when I wasn't really crystal clear on like all these influences, yeah. I started noticing myself get into that conversation of oh, I'm getting older. Like, should I think about certain things? Mm-hmm. Like, my friends are doing this, and people are talking about, and it's and now I'm just like no, yeah, <laughs> that's great, <laughs> like <laughs> no. I'm good. But it took me actually like really sinking in yeah. and and getting curious and being real with myself. Yeah. You and know, sometimes like, detoxing for a moment from some of those things to really listen to our inner knowing. Yeah. It's like an elimination diet. Yeah. You know, like we do it and for then our health, it, And then reintroduce it. Yeah, we're like, test it. Does this feel good? Yeah. Do I like this? How's yeah. my body feel? Same thing with media mm-hmm. and, and, you know, even films and TV shows. I watched the first season of Game of Thrones and I recognized I was having nightmares and like I was feeling like really mm-hmm. anxious in mm-hmm. my body. Then I did the elimination diet with Game of Thrones. I was like. I feel much better. I pretty much eliminated all media. <laughs>
1: yeah, me <laughs> and too. And I watched the Red Table so yeah. that I could do part of this. It was like, what's this really like? Yeah. And I, rem- I had to watch a TMZ video to understand kind of the conflict because yeah. I didn't fully get the setup.
0: Got it. What was that like watching
1: TMZ? It, it was, I was like, turn it off. <laughs> I hated it. And like, I could feel that consciousness yeah. in my body for yeah. days afterwards. Yeah. And so what's the, what's the opportunity to, for media to transform, to not kind of feed on this pain body and negativity, yeah. but to actually have real authentic conversations to help us question some of the
0: programming and yeah. create a life that is intentional. Which I love. And like, that sounds ideal and like a dream, but then like maybe the, the cynic in me goes, well, that's not going to make a lot of people money, yeah. right? Like I noticed that just come yeah. up in me. It's yeah. like, yes, and... People yeah. want to make money. And how do advertisers make money? They tell us we're not good enough. They tell us we're in love Because
1: it's mirroring something inside of us. Of and if course. we're not addicted to that drama, yeah. then media is going to shift. Of but course. I think that takes us doing our work exactly. to then influence what we're buying into, what exactly. views we're... We're paying exactly. for, and then people will start shifting on the outside.
0: Yeah, and I think I think there is a shift happening. Like yeah. In one of our masterminds, we had one of our amazing sisters share with us that you know there are talks that advertising is changing, mm-hmm. where they used to do pain points and like mm-hmm. if you want to go from this to this and that, they're actually changing the algorithm to really celebrate and give more views and more eyes on positivity yeah. in advertising, which I think is really telling. Mm-hmm. I think the world, especially our Western world is kind of tired of feeling not good enough and feeling Mm -hmm. inadequate Mm -hmm. and feeling like there 's got to be something more I, f- I feel like we 're tired and yeah. we're, we've exhausted that route, yeah. like what what 's the other option yeah right? it's
1: it 's weird because i I feel like I, so I can go really tight into a bubble like i 've really created my life to yeah. be very intentional, and I also like you, want to open my mind to different yes. realities,, yeah. but at some point i 'm like I went on to watch the red table and it's I loved the transparency, yeah. I loved the intention, I felt excited about where this is shifting to and yet there was something that stayed with me still because I feel like it's almost like I'm on such a clean diet
0: that (laughs) any little chip I'm like, and so
1: I I have this paradox of how do I be open-minded to hear about different worldviews and not buy into some of the toxicity and And
0: negativity. I I think it's a challenge. I don't think there's an easy answer for that and we talked a bit about this kind of off camera that you know, getting out of our bubble is mm-hmm. is something I've been really intentional about recently. Because yeah. you know, even going to conferences that have nothing to do with my business mm-hmm. or my world to really expand my world and to see what's happening in tech and gaming and you know all the things, media and film and that was a, a huge eye opener for me. Even being in Texas mm-hmm. from California mm-hmm. is a huge eye opener yeah. for me and. I feel like the more I, I mm. stretch myself out of my comfort zone, the more I can understand humanity in which I'm trying to relate to and affect. Mm-hmm. Right, And I think for a while, I, I really loved my bubble because it's clean eating, yeah. it's clean living, yeah. and it feels good. And I designed it, consciously crafted my world yeah. to really be what felt in the highest alignment for me. But then I, I wasn't able to truly dive in and relate to the people I was trying to reach.
1: And it serves us to get outside the bubble. So, sure. as you were just talking, I heard an insight drop in. I gave a talk in Washington, and it's, it was such a different bubble than where yeah. I'm at. Yeah. And there's ways to get out of the bubble without media to yeah. do it. Because yeah. I think some, certain things are hyped up to create some of that fear and yes, anxiety for, sure. for the addiction. Yes. Whereas, just ground, like really just moving my body and yeah. connecting with people that are outside my worldview. Yeah. Could be a more gentle way for my nervous system.
0: Agree. Because it. I do think we have to look at like the source and the intention of the the other bubble we're entering because yeah. everything's a bubble, yeah. right? Yeah. So media is a very intentionally crafted mm-hmm. bubble, mm-hmm. right? Be- like there's a storyline, yeah. there's a pain drama, there's resolution. drama, there's all the things, yeah. mm-hmm. there's the re- exact resolution and who are the archetypes, mm-hmm. who's the villain, who's the hero. Mm-hmm. There's a very crafted element in media, which is great mm-hmm. and it's entertaining, mm-hmm. right? but it's intentional. Mm-hmm. Now we could step into a bubble of a different location, mm-hmm. Washington, or mm-hmm. a different area of expertise mm-hmm. like you did, mm-hmm. where it's less intentional and craftedly crafted perfectly, but there's still going to be an expansion of who you are and a deeper understanding of what else is actually happening. Yeah. And I think like in today's climate, in our world right now, how divided it is, yeah. this is the work that, I know I get to do more of is to just get out of what I know to be true and to question my truth continuously, because I do believe that truth is lowercase T relative on this human plane. Mm -hmm. Right. And I do believe that based on my worldview, I understand certain things that resonate true for me, Mm -hmm. but that might be different for you based on your whole story, your upbringing, everything. And the more I soften into the gray area, of life in general and humanity, mm-hmm. the more I, I humble myself and get that it's an ever evolving and unfolding journey that I continue. The more I seek, the more I understand that I know way less than I thought I knew. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I remember becoming a therapist. It was like any time I would judge somebody prior to them, a story of somebody before coming into my office yeah. and hearing the backstory, Ugh. I got it. Yeah. And all compassion came yes. in and innocence. I'm like, if I could really understand somebody's story, there's no judgment. Yeah. And and I think the more open-minded we are to question our belief systems, to get curious. Yeah. I remember Emily was sharing about somebody in prison yeah. who this black man went to the KKK and was yeah. like, I just want to understand why you don't like me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah. his curiosity and his openness dropped them. Yeah. And they started creating that bridge. And yeah. connection and in our humanity, which is so beautiful.
0: Yeah. And I mean, we were just there at the prison on mm-hmm. Tuesday this week. So it's like super alive and fresh for us. And yeah. volunteering at a maximum security prison with men who have done heinous crimes yeah. and that all of society has essentially written off as terrible human beings yeah. and people who deserve to be in prison. And I'm not negating what they did. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's okay. Yeah. However... Connecting with these men heart to heart mm-hmm. and soul to soul and shedding tears with them mm-hmm. and sharing my story mm-hmm. and sharing, having them share their story with me, I really got how they ended on the path they ended up on.
1: Based on their background. I had the same experience with women in yeah. sec- a top security prison and like really getting that they had like being reincarcerated like that cycle just continues the upbringing that they had how they weren't supported and like part of that was around their survival and it's like for me anytime I judge something I actually divide myself, and I feel like unconsciously we think that if we accept something, then we're going to be stuck with it. Right. And like, there's a way to accept somebody in their humanity and not condone their behavior. There's choices and consequences. Hundred percent. But who they are as a being, like to really get our humanity at a deeper level, (sighs) and to support the correctional system, both in ourselves, like the macro and micro, to help change the system is such a conversation i think we're starting to have within ourselves and how can we make a bigger impact so we don't keep cycling the same
0: yeah and that that conversation is so layered and nuanced and so great because there's so many things like the you know prison industrial complex the Mm. fact that like we have indentured servitude in these prisons like there's so many Mm. layers even the nutrition i asked these men like what are what what do they feed you and the nutrition is completely lacking. And it's mm-hmm. like we can't think about rehabilitating people when we're not even feeding them well, you know? And it's like we're creating more disease of the body, of the mind, of the spirit by locking them up. There was one man who was in solitary confinement for 35 years. Now, tell me that that is okay because we are willing to lock somebody up who puts a dog in a cage. Wow. For a certain amount of time but we are willing and 100 percent okay with putting a human being in solitary confinement for 35 years was he there he was there and what do you say he 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 was one of the most beautiful men yeah. i ever met I'm honestly there. like his spirit we we did these little um love bomb cards where you had to like hand out cards to people you connected with at the end of the day and i went out of my way to find him and we only had a moment of exchange mm-hmm. But it was so powerful. His energy and his heart and his eyes smiled. And he'd been in prison since he was 18. Wow. And he's like in his 60s at this point. Mm. Life. Mm. So he's in prison for life. And I found him. I said, Steven, I have to give you this card. I was like, you inspired me. Mm. And it, his heart was just so big and so available. And mm. just he just looked at me. He's like, yes, sister. Like, thank you. I see you. You're mm. amazing. I was like, I see you too. Mm. You're amazing. And like... We locked that man up for 35 years Mm -hmm. by himself.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Like that is inhumane. Mm -hmm. And we get to look at, we're all a part of that problem Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I was a part, am a part of that problem because I didn't even know that that was happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And like, I'm not doing anything about it, you know? And like, now that I know I can't unknow that. And so now the question is, what do I choose to do about it? And I'm, I'm leaning into that conversation, but it's so layered and so nuanced. Yeah.
1: And I, I mean, and on a bigger picture, I'm like, that sounds like he really faced off with his demons. He really got a deeper level of freedom in prison. Yeah. He did. And that I think is all of our invitations yeah. to use all of it to get free and to still take an action to say, this doesn't feel right to lock yeah. somebody up like that. Right. And it sounds like he used it.
0: He did. And honestly, that was one of like the, the resounding things that came home with me after leaving from that day is, you know, a lot of these men are in prison for life mm-hmm. um, and I felt a sense of freedom within mm-hmm. a lot of them, which is interesting, mm-hmm. you know, because here we have a lot of people, a lot of clients, a lot of. You know, human beings in general who feel very unfree in yeah. their world. You know, go to the job and drag their feet. You know, look come home. It's like, oh, it's always the same. And yeah. we're complaining and we're dragging ourselves from one moment to the next. And life isn't good enough. And we're not there yet. And woe is me. And yet we have the, the freedom to open up this door and mm-hmm. walk outside whenever we want. Mm-hmm. And these men who are incarcerated, granted for things that maybe they deserve to be in prison for... Mm-hmm. Feel free. Yeah. And it's a state of mind. And it was such a beautiful reminder for me that freedom is a soul's expression. Freedom Mm -hmm. is a state of mind, a state of heart, a state of spirit, a state of willingness to see how magical life can be. Yeah. And, and, even gratitude, there are so many men that are like, I'm so grateful because my life could be so much worse. That's right. Yeah. Perspective is powerful. Wow.
1: After I graduated from a master's program in spiritual psychology, I wanted. I felt like a deeper level of freedom inside of me, yeah. but I wanted to live it. I wanted yeah. to put it into action. Yeah. So I went to the most extreme place. I went to India. I was like, I want to know yeah. that happiness has nothing to do with yeah. circumstance or money or anything. Yeah. And I went to like extremes of living in a palace and doing mindful communication workshops to being in um, Vipassana with spiders this big and like deep, (laughs) deep and in orphanages of like and being deeply sick myself and to feel the the dichotomy and being like, oh, some of these people that are in orphanages or don't have families are deeply free and some of these people living in castles are not. And so it's like, how do we really take that into our everyday life? How do we really live a free life?
0: Based on this, like this yeah. is everything. It's everything. And I think this circles back so beautifully to how we started this conversation around transparency. Yeah. Because I feel like the hiding and the concealment is essentially our own prison. And it's this feeling of if you knew this about me, maybe you would judge me, mm-hmm. maybe you wouldn't like me, maybe you would disapprove, mm-hmm. maybe you, you would turn your back or abandon. But the transparency of here I am, this is me, here's my past. Here's hopefully where I'm moving towards. Here's what I'm passionate about. Here's Mm -hmm. what I'm scared of. Mm -hmm. I feel like that is a state of freedom to just fully have permission to be ourselves and to share that self wherever we are. Like As you're speaking, I'm like, okay, I want to to feel like at
1: least 10% more of that full permission in my expression, in my world. So I'm trying to think of what's something practical that I can do Uh or that you can do or anybody watching can do to give that invitation of like 10% more freedom. Like in the next 24 hours yeah, to that moment where we have the impulse to do something or say something yeah. that feels completely raw and transparent
0: yeah, and to say yes to it. So honestly, that's been one of my teachers because this was a huge block for me where for so long I kept myself in a very self-made prison. Like, nope, not letting you in, No, nope, yeah. not letting yeah. you in, no. Yeah. <laughs> but truthfully, the work came from going, I really want to mm. say this. I'm going to say it. And it's not about, you know, some people say, oh, well, this is just how I am. And and that's their permission slip to be rude or unkind. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about sharing what's on your heart and being in responsibility. And I think... For me, you know, I've had so many experiences that have given me the gift of this, but Burning Man has been just a massive permission slip Mm -hmm. for me to, when I see a woman who is just fully in her goddess and owning herself and her body and her expression, instead of like going in my mind and feeling into that and judgment or like constricting or, Mm -hmm. or going, why am I not like her and Mm -hmm. going into that comparison trap? Mm -hmm. Going up to her and celebrating her and honoring her and seeing her yeah. and giving her permission to shine even brighter, which essentially gives me permission to shine even brighter. But just testing and leaning in. Yeah. and Honestly, every time I share something that's more, more of me than less of me. I get feedback that it's, it's inviting. It's inviting but it's the mind. Safe. Still, I know the mind still gets
1: <laughs> scared. So, like, I yeah. want to ground this, and okay. I'll have an update somewhere. Okay. And anyone that wants to play, like, ten yeah. percent more, vo- more courageous yeah. to be transparent, to share the positive or the vulnerability, yeah. share yeah. all of it. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm nervous, excited to see where that goes. Yeah. I think I have one conversation in my world that I'll have that with, that I already intended on Amazing. to drop just a little bit deeper. Yeah. And I know in my heart, like it works out and still some part 10% more yeah.
0: Okay. It's scary and oh, breathe yeah. into it and lean in. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I love that the 10% more and for anyone who's listening like take this on and mm-hmm. ask yourself like if i was being the fullest expression of me in this moment what would I be doing differently? Oh,
1: yeah, what would I be doing or not doing? Yeah. What would I wear, eat, say? Who would I yeah. be with?
0: And that's, it's so funny. Emily and I have this like joke, not joke called S.O. Life, which is standout life. Mm. Because Emily and I both have these wounded stories like, oh, well, we can't stand out because that would mean oh, yeah. fill in the oh, bank. Yeah. So we're one. like, S.O. Life, what would S.O. Life do right now? So we literally, it's like, what would Jesus do? You know, yeah, yeah. We're like, what would S.O. do right now? <laughs> we're like, well, fuck it, S.O. is taking the shit off <laughs> like, let's, let's go there. and. and and we've been leaning into that and just feeling into the moment of what feels most resonant. So let's do
1: this for the next 24 yeah. hours. You game. Can we, can we do yes. a, um, yes. sometime, maybe on social media, we'll share an update okay. and like hear from people. Like I want to, and I feel like part of this is tribe community. i yeah. like, I did this and this is how it worked out. Yeah. So yeah. 10% more you, yes. more transparent Love it. in the next 24 hours. Take it on. Let's see what happens. Yes.
0: <laughs> Thank you, sister. All right. I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you loved it, please subscribe and be sure to leave us a review and a rating as that exponentially supports the mission of this podcast and getting out to more people. So as a thank you for being a part of helping in that exact mission, I want to send you a link to the holy grail of all freebies. Like I am talking the free resource of free resources. This is literally packed with goodies for both your life and your business. We've got everything from a masterclass on abundance to productivity blueprints, to my essential equipment list for shooting killer videos, to content calendars, favorite books, essential life hacks, and more. So if you want to get your hands on this bundle, it's actually really easy. You just got to leave us an honest review on iTunes and screenshot it, send it to us at podcast at alexipanos.com and we will send you back your secret link to access all of those freebies. Also, if you know that you want to go deeper with your learning, I would love to invite you to join us in our mentorship program called Soul School. That's where we do monthly trainings on topics to really have you in the mastery on everything from money to relationships, productivity, division, law of attraction, habit formation, and so much more. But the best part is this is the one place where you have direct access to me. I am in that group doing lives twice a week. I do monthly group coaching. I answer your questions. And we literally go so deep on these topics. And it is some of my favorite work. So if you are looking for a community of people who love the work, love being in the work, and want to be held accountable to actually living it and embodying the that they're learning and not just talking about it or getting surface level inspiration, check out soulschoolwithalexi.com for more info. And as always, I love you. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to spend it with me. I truly honor that. And I know that is such a big deal in our busy world. So I thank you for spending this time with me and I can't wait to jam with you on the next episode.